that you're allowed to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. But if you do that, you might be a monster. Can I not play like <laughs> Thrilla now? Mm, that's up to you. Oh, Are you shit. a monster? Uh-huh. Shit. Welcome to Filmhouse, everybody. Uh, this week's episode is sponsored by Robin Hood and Devil May Cry 5. I'm joined uh, today by Ryan Haley, hey. Adam Kovic, Hello. and Alana Pierce. Hi. I'm Daniel Schneider. Uh, so yeah, welcome to Filmhouse. Um, Us is the second movie written and directed by Jordan Peele, the new king of the horror thriller. Uh, Peele has seemingly joined a small group of filmmakers who are their own brand, uh, seemingly with just two feature films. Um, Us starts with a normal family beach vacation that goes very wrong uh, when that family's uh, really creepy doppelgangers show up. Um, Us, it's a lot of different horror genres, I think, blended together. There's a home invasion, there's some slasher, there's some chase horror, and a few other different things, but that gets a little bit into spoiler territory. Um, But I think horror fans should like it. Uh, There's a lot of brutal kills, there's a lot of blood, um, some good jump scares, and actually some really solid jokes, I think, uh, that took the levity out of it when it needed to be. Um, And the film then escalates into, I think, what is probably a very divisive ending um, for filmgoers. Uh, We'll see later on, we'll try and talk about the end and see what we think here. But um, there are uh, interesting themes, uh, interesting symbols, and some excellent metaphors in the film. Um, so let's um, unpack it a little bit uh, before talking about the ending. So we'll sure. be spoiler-averse for the first little bit of this, and then we will go full bore talking about the end of the movie. Sure. Um, so, yeah, Adam, you saw this most recently. I just saw it this afternoon, yes. Oh, wow. I went right after we were done filming Inside Gaming, and because I didn't watch it this weekend, because Dan gets mad when I don't do things <laughs> he tells me to do. So Thank you. Uh, Did you just go and see it by yourself in the middle of the day? Yeah. I mean, it's Well, he work. wasn't on his own, apparently. Okay. There's a lot of people at the theater at uh, 11 in the morning. Uh, 10.45 a.m. You would think there weren't so many people, but, man, uh, huh. a, lot of, a lot of people with not a lot going on in their lives in the middle cool. of the day. That's Hollywood, baby. I mean, I, I asked. I was like, hey, I got to go do this for work. Is that okay? And everyone's like, yeah, it's fine. We're, we're good for the day. We're good for now until you have to record this podcast. So it is fresh in my mind. Mm. Good. So if you have any questions, I'm, I'm – uh, What was your general thoughts? That was okay. <laughs> All right. Same. I'm also in the camp of like – yeah, I think it's okay. I, he, I, I actively didn't like it. I think that I maybe didn't like it, but I'm not sure yet. Um, but we Dan, didn't get to that. Dan, you were you I, I'm, I'm waffling. There, there are parts mm-hmm. of the movie I really liked, and then when it got to the end where it decided it needed to explain things, yeah. which mm-hmm. the ending of movies tend to do, yeah. it lost me a little bit. Well, why don't we talk about, uh, spoiler-free, the stuff that we did yeah. like about it? Well, so, first of all, I think the best thing about this movie is Lu- Lupita Nyong'o. Fantastic. Nyonga. She mm-hmm. is spectacular, in my opinion. I was going to say, the performances are all... Solid. It's shot very well. Yeah. It's the soundtrack is great. It has it, it seems to come down to like the main plot, yeah. I suppose. Which is like, do you like how it's all presented, uh, or is it is it ruined by your dessert? You know. Yeah. I think so that's see. what I said when I saw it. Was like, it's a really well made movie. It's funny. A lot of the dialogue's really good. A lot of the shots are really good. Some parts of it are actively really haunting, which is mostly Lupita Nyong'o's performance is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't like the plot. Yeah, which <laughs> is a weird conflict okay. to have. I don't like the mechanics of what how we're supposed to believe this shit is going down. Yeah, and the, That's ba- where the bad people. Part. Yeah, yeah. And even her though, like I'm not like. Did you like her voice? This. Well, it did made you think sense. that was cool? I think I think it. There's a plot element to that. Yeah, that we can't I mean, talk about which. 
I've I've read some stories of people complaining about it and sort of like laughing at it. So I laughed. Yeah, that that is. A, <laughs> It's sort well, of a, it's a tough thing, right? Like, do you show up on set as Heath Ledger's the Joker and do the voice? And there's like people on set who are like, "Oh, that's not really working." And then when you see it in the cinema or the film, the final film, you go, "Oh, it really worked." Mm. And then you try to get in his uh, what's his face, Jared Leto, and it's embarrassing for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I think so, I was cool with the voice. It didn't bother uh, because her performance is just very unsettling across the board and I do think that voice is unsettling. It's, that was at it's least weird in a way that's like complaints Ooh. honestly. I, I would have a complaint if it didn't play into the plot. Yeah. yeah was, if it was, it was being weird enough. for weird's sake, if it it was like one of those old timey sort of actor things of like I'm going to do this cuz it's weird. Yeah. But this instead is my it was choice. there there it seemed like especially with movies today you have to pay so much attention to details. Yeah. Cuz people like us rip them apart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean even audiences today they immediately start talking about it the day it comes out and people are already speculating and they rip trailers apart scene by scene. And so like you have to just something as little as that like I'm glad it at least it didn't go without being explained and yeah. sort of you know like a, a pretty quick way which I like that they didn't really focus on it but like yeah, her doppelganger talks weird. <laughs> and it does throw you off, and it's but it is like I said unsettling, and it's oh, the way she moves yeah. is what I found the, most all unsettling. The, all the weird, the tethered folk or mm. the others yeah. or whatever, they, all their movement was freaky. Yeah, it especially was... the kid that walks around on all fours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I guess there was no real reason for that. Maybe I don't know. That's I'm not I'm really. still and when I say I'm not when I thought the movie's okay, I'm still processing it. I don't know. If I like it or not, I wish I had this podcast yeah. when I had walked out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> you have to talk I, to people about it immediately. I had a, I've had a day to think about it now, yeah. and I've actually, uh, I really love that about this movie is that it's not just a straightforward horror movie. That I actually have been thinking about it and trying to figure out what it meant or what it was trying to say, hmm. instead of like Halloween last year was like, oh, that's a straightforward movie. That's not trying to say. Yeah, anything. even Get Out I think is fantastic. But all I had to say about it was like it was very good. <laughs> I love Get Out. Me too. I, I feel bad shitting on this movie because you know he tried something. It was ambitious. I like all of the thought he put into it. It's I just also thought very that different. he tried something different. Yeah, it was just cool, and, and that's it's, awesome. it, it, it came out today. What it's like the highest grossing original yeah. movie ever since Avatar, which so, is wow. crazy. You know, like yeah. uh, so Wait, good for him. On. You're yeah. calling Avatar original? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, only technically. If you're, I mean, if you call Fringley a different name, it's. Still, <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, I yeah. not, not based on a prior IP, I guess. Honest. <laughs> I give him lots of credit for trying something new, but I just thought that like he either he, he should have either explained so much less, like where it's just creepy doppelgangers which is already a cool concept and you don't have to really go into the mythology yeah, of it or actually make mythology that makes fucking sense that like you know also there's a ton accessible. of exposition in even explaining any of it it's right. like character mm. talks for five minutes while looking at screen you're like well I don't want that and sign up for this <laughs> stop talking <laughs> yeah I mean it, it it is sort of a the comparisons that get out are just going to happen no matter well, what. Get Out's like right? a simple story well told and then like the socio-political stuff is like in the background mm-hmm. and then this I feel like he kind of was like alright everyone loved that about it. Uh, Get Out I gotta like make that the foreground of the movie and kind of make this really in your face metaphors that I honestly don't really get. I, I hope we get to that point like about <laughs> yeah. what the hell is he trying to say with this movie. I, I have some theories I think um, if you really if you, it's sort of like um, did you guys see Mother? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, that, I loved Mother. I hated that movie. <laughs> see, see, and then I was oblivious during that film. Me too. I guess, um, sorry if you weren't expecting spoilers for Mother <laughs> uh, in this podcast. But afterwards, when all I had to do was read one review about it, and they're like, oh, it's the Bible. And yeah. I went, 
Oh, and I, I I appreciated the movie more. It didn't make me like it much more, and I, it wasn't something I really wanted to rewatch because I think I disliked it because I figured that out. Oh. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> I just, get over yourself. I thought the movie was very jarring, and it's just kind of hard to watch. But either way, like this one, I believe is it. it yeah, there is a. It's about the uh, it's the class system. I think just calling the movie "us" also stands for U.S. Yeah. yeah. Like, See, yeah, but there that's are like so not really present in, much in the movie. All she says is, "We are Americans." Mm-hmm. At that one point, and then you're like, "Okay." Yeah. And then, I expected and then, that to be very relevant. And it yeah, and it never <laughs> comes back again. It is. No, you have to read that. You have to yeah. read into it. To get but it's it, such like a vi- like they they like stop the music and they're like, "We're Americans." Like, oh shit, what's gonna happen? And then like they never bring that up really. All I mean, it is is just an American exper- a funded experiment at the end, and I guess. That spoilers, makes it, Ryan. Yeah, oh, I guess fuck. we're just getting into spoilers here, right? <laughs> no. I was trying to avoid it. Well, sorry, we all sorry. were, but so, here we are. Th- this it's was like a very successful in. movie. We, we'll say that. A $20 million budget, and uh, it's almost made $87 million. So he, Jordan in will be able to make, in a, in a single weekend, he will be able to make movies for a long time, and I think oh, that's sure, really yeah, exciting. Oh, sure, yeah, I mean, he went through the Blumhouse route, and he made... To get out for like a, a very minimal. It's like five mil. Yeah. Oh, really? And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Super and, cheap movie. Uh, and I mean, twenty I, million is pretty cheap movie too. Get, get out got me good because I thought I was sort of lured in with this. I was like, oh, it's gonna be this simple thing about like overt racism and like uh, people were basically saying like, don't watch any trailers, just go see it. And then it ended up being kind of a sci-fi sort of twist. Like, yeah. But those are the sort of twists that I love, where I'm like, mm-hmm. that's great. Um, I thought Get Out is a better executed version of um, Thank You for Waiting. Is that the one? Or thank, thank you for smoking. Thank you for no the. Sorry to bother you. Sorry, I always oh, get the name. Okay. I'm gonna mix up. <laughs> uh, sorry to bother you. Also came out after Get Out, but regardless, that does a huge, big old like sci-fi twist. But I thought the way Get Out handled it was kind of more fun. Yeah, more organic to the story. Um, so of. as but, far as uh, oh yeah, sorry. No, but no, the difference with point. us is it is less about that gotcha moment, and it's more of I don't know. It, it seems to. It sort of presents you with what the story is, and then that's that's really it for the rest of it. And there's some parts that they fill in, but really, ultimately, it seems to just come down to, like, the class divide within the middle class. That's sort of what I got. But there's no real class. I mean, like, I get, like, the, the the only points I got was, all right, if there's an us, there's a them. So then, I guess, like, xenophobia, kind of. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, also, everyone has a dark side. That's like sure. kind of a universal message, but uh, I didn't be... get much class stuff, you know. Either. I mean, they're, they're... Uh, are we going into spoils? Are we no. just doing it now? <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's wait a few more minutes. It's okay. hard to what talk. Is, what I, are I, some I... other things about this movie that aren't its themes mm-hmm. that we can discuss? Like I, I think something the comedy I thought, is really strong. I, think I was going to say exactly something that us did better than Get Out was I thought it was fucking funny, yeah. Like, yeah. especially the dad, Winston Duke, another great performance. Mm-hmm. The we haven't scene. seen a lot of them. Yeah, all the, the boat, boat scene stuff. was fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought he was great in a lot of it. I know he wasn't intentionally cast as uh, for comedy, but Tim Heidecker. Oh yeah, uh, his, yeah. his well, fuck, that's a spoiler. But he I has knew a what really great say, movement. And yes. <laughs> he has a uh, moment anyway. That... It's it's nice seeing him be able to just act like an asshole and mm-hmm. do his thing, and then also, um, oh, for her name was Elizabeth Moss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, her as well. Like she's good. Um, and the other thing I liked about this movie was uh, it had seemingly nothing to do with racism. Yeah, which I liked, and he yeah. says that in interviews. He's like, "I wanted, you know, this isn't about race, which yeah. it's a horror movie." Yeah, yeah. and it, it just happens to be a black family that's the lead. Yeah, no, which I, I was like, "There's a black family. I have a friend. They're friends with a white family, and never once it's a, like race is an issue. It's just sort of like, yeah. oh, thank you for normalizing something that I think a lot of other people would yeah. point out and make a sticking point. Whereas like, it really wasn't. It was just a lot of good actors cast who did a good job. Yeah." 
So I thought everyone was actually really well cast, and even the kids are usually terrible yeah, on films. No, Child performances can ruin films, but yeah. these two kids, or at least the main two in the main family, are, mm. are amazing. And they had to play two roles, which yeah. is hard. Yeah, the only kid that I didn't think did a good job is the, I don't know, the the super young girl. That has to laugh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Super young girl. Well, the, in in the the, the, the forest opening. thing, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. There was there's oh, also yeah, oh yeah. fun fact the twins. In the movie, uh, that was Ross's child from that, like the last season of Friends. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Is that some IMDb trivia? Yeah, I looked up. I, some, I, I tried to do as much research and look up stuff as much <laughs> as I had. About five minutes you had? Yeah, I only had a few minutes, but uh, I read a lot of like online discussion, and it seems the consensus seems to be it is the class system, which I, I sort of got. Yeah, I thought it was gentrification. That, this, these are the these are the people you the people in red. They call them the Reds or whatever. They're the ones that are left behind and the ones that we ignore um, until the problem just gets to a point where it's like they, they want to just take the lives that we don't appreciate. But there are ourselves, though. How can, you know? I think that's just an interesting hook. And also, I think also a uh, looking at it from a cost-benefit analysis, it's a way to keep the, the cast <laughs> lower. Like, you don't have to pay as many actors. Uh, You're true. paying the same person for two jobs. Okay. Pretty smart. I, don't, I think it's just smart filmmaking. And then, because then people are like, oh, but why are there doubles? Now you're interested. Like, because you have the lingering question, why are they there? But that ultimately is not why you should be watching the movie, right? No. It's, well, we, we th- talked, th- but it is, though, because the, the marketing market is yeah. like very much like, what are these people? Who are these weird, creepy people? There's all this mystery box kind of thing. And then, like, so to me, that is that, like, they, they should nail that part of the movie, like, like, you know, when we leave, we should go. Oh shit! I didn't see that, but like, it was kind of like. Yeah, I agree. It's fully marketed. Yeah, they, they went for like this, like that. it's supposed to be like a fable, fairy tale kind of vibe. We're like, oh, don't don't worry about the mechanics. It's just is happening, but right. it didn't. If it was too grounded in reality to really pull that part off, I feel like we've we've talked about this before. Endings are such a hard thing. to We've been land. talking about it a, a lot recently. They ended in Get Out, but I, and and you, but your argument, not to put words in your mouth, you might have just been able to say this, but that if the journey is worth the end, maybe yeah. that was worth. The time? I, I think it, uh, I, 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 I am teetering back and forth whether <clears throat> I do want to see it again. I will say because re- seeing the end did make me go, oh, maybe it is worth a rewatch because you can look at everything in a different light, which I thought was real interesting. Yeah, I, I would like to see this movie again. Yeah. Especially because, like you said, it's funny the whole time. You're how like, many it's things not a... do you hate that you like? <laughs> if, if you hate chicken, do you eat, do you order chicken again? I definitely want to see it again. It was an interesting <laughs> yeah. movie, but I just like I I, I want to see if it answers my question. And I'm not someone time. that like usually nitpicks plots. I I, I, don't, I usually I'm like, all right, I'll get I, I'll suspend my my disbelief. But to me, like I said, this is all about what this the story. It seems or yeah. the plots should make sense. I feel like when we get into the mechanics, that's where I'll really complain. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. About, it's a, yeah, it's a well made film. The acting is great. Performance is a same same thing, but it's great. Uh I like the setting. Yeah. Uh I love the sound. The music is fantastic oh, yeah. and the sound cool. design is very good. I, so I did not know that song I got five on it. Uh, before this movie, but it's been stuck in my head for wow. a day. You never heard. Yeah, that I've been song listening before? to it a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I had, but it, mm. it was stuck in my head. Okay. Um, but yeah, great music all around. Yeah. Beach Boys, N.W.A. Yeah. Um, I really like the kid. That was, I think his name was Jason, but he's got this mask on his you, head. You know, how I know movie. his name is Jason because they're basically <laughs> recreating Heavy Rain. <laughs> I laughed at that in the cinema. I Heavy Rain. She goes, Jason. Yeah. Jason. Someone's gonna. It's gonna. It's not gonna take long, but someone's gonna do a really good After Effects yeah. project file where. <laughs> They have the floating X because it's always press X to Jason. Jason. Did you ever play Heavenly? Heavenly? I, I watched the roommate play <laughs> 10 minutes of it. 
Uh, heavy rain, yeah, but that's it that's, is actually like ten minutes into that game. It's literally that the beginning. <laughs> it's that kid wants to get hit by the car. He really does. He's so like he's at a crowded Stupid European mall. Jason, but yeah. I, I think uh, this is just a great image that he's running around with this mask on the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but that rubber band would have broken, right? You all remember those? <laughs> that was really your concern. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> I saw it as the kid, uh, which once again we're talking about. Uh, child actors are hard to find, mm-hmm. um, especially like competent ones. And I thought that kid played a kid with a sort of social disorder that they also didn't Wait, hone really? in on. I, I thought he had sort of kind of a weird sort of social anxiety by wearing a mask everywhere. Mm. And then they kept those two girls like, your brother's weird. And it's like, I get that. And it's a subtle thing, but at least it added some depth to what would normally just be a forgotten child actor. So mm. yeah. I appreciated that. They had that whole conversation where they're like, what's 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 been into you lately? You know, like he's, he's like going through kid stuff yeah yeah it's it's tough being a kid sometimes especially when yeah i mean it gets even tougher in this situation (laughs) that is true yeah but also the the family is portrayed as just a middle class average family and i mean they have a beach house up a middle i don't think they own that i think they're renting oh they're renting it seemed to be an airbnb of some sort. Um, Every time I see, I love the delivery of that line where he's like, "You want to get crazy? Yeah. <laughs> we could get crazy." He's, he's so good in the movie. Yeah, because I think he yeah. he balances like being terrified, but then taking you know the light out of the the situation mm-hmm. really yeah. well. Cause, I mean, he did that earlier in the movie when he's you know uh, his wife's trying to explain something deep to him, and he makes a really bad joke. Um, uh, yeah, he's basically trying to seduce her. <laughs> oh, yeah. While she's while fucked she's up. Opening herself <laughs> yeah. <up. laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm still still processing, processing. But it is one of those movies that's like, I think it's worth talking about. And it, But I, I don't know if it has the the same sort of political commentary or social commentary that Get Out had. And maybe it doesn't need to. I don't think it needs to. There's definitely I a lot of social did. commentary. Yeah, I agree. Me- like in I the, think in... he meant to and failed. Yeah, he, he, oh, he, oh. yeah. I think the same thing. And in interviews and stuff that I've seen, he's like, "Yeah, we, we definitely went in with a, you know, I'm making a, I have my own version of what this socially conscious message, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna say it because I want people to interpret it, whatever. But like, that doesn't wash for me, you know. It doesn't. There's nothing Sometimes in it, it does, that like it doesn't in this movie. Yeah, like it just. It's like he's he's putting breadcrumbs, like mm-hmm. you know, with the the hands across America and all that, all this kind of stuff. But then it just really doesn't amount. I, I think at the end of the day, what sort of makes Jordan Peele an interesting director, and who knows if this 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 could be his Unbreakable, meaning <laughs> this could be the Shyamalan route, where the first one's such a hit, and then the second one's like, yeah, I liked it, mm-hmm. but some people were like iffy because yeah. I liked Unbreakable, but a lot of people didn't. So it's no sixth sense. Yeah. So if the, if his third movie is very much akin to The Village. <laughs> then, then you know there's sort of an issue of like, okay, maybe he was a one-trick pony. But I do, I really appreciate that he's at least going with the social horror element. Um, which, if even though it, to your point, Ryan, it's not, it's not doing it for you. I think it's at least serves for interesting inspiration. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a well-directed I, I movie. Try. No. It's just not. I, I feel like it's not that well written when it comes to the plot. The movie is super well made. Mm-hmm. He did a good job directing. Hey, mm-hmm. He did a good job. You did a good job, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. Good job, Jordan. I'm sure he cares what all of us it's think. It's better, though. Um, Jeez. Uh, <laughs> the plot doesn't I, make sense. I, just, I think the, it's... The boat's like, called Biatch. Yeah. It was <laughs> a lot of I like that. Um, there's there's just, it's funny. I laughed. I appreciate it. it well, I mean, it's also coming from a comedy director, comedy mm-hmm. writer, comedy yeah. background. You know, he worked on Key and Pill for however many years, and now he's doing horror, but also, like, 
I don't know. He's, he, seem, he seems to actually make genuine, frightening imagery, but also interject levity, which other horror movies try to do, and they fail miserably. Yeah. It's true. Getting those They're, two tones and to- having them not conflict is hard. Because, like, the Halloween movie had a lot of jokes in it that felt very much like Danny McBride, but they were out of place. Like, mm. they were funny jokes, but they didn't fit in the movie. Yeah. And I think all of the weird humor bits fit here. Like, at no point did it completely take me out or... Uh, ruin the suspense of what no, was going on. No, not at all. It feels like almost the polar opposite of um, Shaun of the Dead, where Shaun of the Dead is mostly a comedy, mm-hmm. but then there's actually some genuine horror scary moments. Bits. Yeah, where mm-hmm. like towards the end when they're just being overrun by zombies, like oh god, it's a, this is exhausting and scary. Like it's you and you actually care for the characters because you you, uh, you've been with them for so long. You actually find them to be very charismatic and enjoyable. Whereas this one, it's mostly horror, but it has those moments of levity that are actually. Pretty well done. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like inverted. Yeah, Yeah, so I don't know. It's Once again, I feel like most horror has gotten pretty bad. (laughs) Um, It's all all just remakes or reboots. Jump scares. Yeah, and if I I see another... There's virtually no jump scares. Yeah, there were the, a couple. Horror, I, not there's many. a couple, but there the, weren't many. The tension not, not as many was as pretty modern. like terrifying. Oh yeah, yeah. you know, for the, you felt for them. I mean, this is just freaky when she's going up that <laughs> that, that <laughs> the tree tree and stuff. Yeah. I like, was ah. most scared by um, Adelaide's double, like watching her walk backwards. Mm-hmm. She Oof. just like is really stiff and just moves in really odd ways. It's just like so uncomfortable to watch. Mm-hmm. There's nothing inherently scary about that. Just the way that she moves is like, Yeah, it's, it's super a, creepy. It has disturbing imagery. Not like disturbing like, you know, someone eating a horse head. Oh, there, there is some weird eating stuff later. Um, but mm. yeah, it's, um, I don't know. It's like I said, it's, it's still better than 95% of all the schlocky kind of horror stuff that I think like when Agreed. you said, Dan, you're like, it's a slasher movie or it's home invasion. Like, that's distilling it down so much to like, I think a lot of people when they make like a Halloween movie or make something, they go, it's so binary. It's bad guy, hero, hero win at the end, bad guy maybe alive. I don't know. Yeah. This one, it's like for this movie for us, I couldn't really figure out who the like by the uh, by the end of the movie, I was like, were there villains? It's us. Were there heroes? I don't know. Is it though? It's kind of. Can a, we get into spoilers now? Yeah. Well, okay. So <laughs> kind of a gray movie. I don't know. This uh, this podcast was brought to you by Devil May Cry Five, an over the top action filled game rated M for mature. Now available on Xbox One. Devil May Cry returns. Ever need to just slice and dice some demons while looking hella nice? This is the game for you. It features three demon hunters, each with unique playstyles. Play as Dante, Nero, and the mysterious new protagonist V. In Devil May Cry 5. All three characters bring equal amounts of swagger and skill. You can fight off demon hordes with as much smoky, sexy style as you can manage. But don't just take my word for it. Bleeding Cool calls it an elegant symphony of obliteration. Dual Shockers calls it one hell of a good time. And Game Rant calls Devil May Cry the perfect action game. So come on and kick some demon ass with Devil May Cry 5. And remember, games play best on Xbox One. So thank you, Devil May Cry 5, for sponsoring this podcast and letting us talk about us and Jordan Peele. And, uh, yeah, it's time to – the most interesting part about this movie, I think it does an excellent, perfectly fine job of having a horror movie at the beginning. And then it stacks on a bunch of weird concepts at the end mm-hmm. when she walks back into her mirror maze. And that's when it lost me. Like, I, I was really on board with this movie until she walks underground and they started explaining everything. Mm-hmm. Um what did you guys think? Because this is, I mean, this is the meat of the conversation about this movie mm-hmm. is the reveal at the end, or one of the, the several reveals at the end, I guess. Ryan, well, I 
to me, it kind of lost me at the first conversation too. When you know they're all there in the living room, me too. and you're supposed to you're sitting there, you're like, okay, here we go. You know, the the doppelganger family versus real family. What's about to be said? And then she has that whole thing about that kind of seems like this like fairy tale monologue. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there once were the tethered, and now you know here yeah. we are. And I'm, you're kind of following. You're like, all right, what are you talking about? And then <laughs> and then at, at the end, they're like, who are you? We're Americans. Punchline. Okay, and then they kind of move on, and then and then to me, so so at that point, I'm, I'm a little confused. I'm not like off board, but I'm just like, all right, this better pay off at the end. And then uh, they had so for one, they had so many fucking opportunities to kill them, you know, which is just a little oh, yeah. thing, you know, like why is it? Were they just trying to torture them? Yeah, my question is, revenge? why are they trying to kill them? In they, the they, first you place? mean when they split up from the living room scene to go? Yeah, it's, it's like it's like at that point, why not just stab the shit out of them? Like because well, they that's didn't what happened. Say to, they to, wanted to drag it out. That's what happened slow. to Tim Heidecker's family. They just come in, bam, goodbye, you're dead. Yeah. So so that's a little weird. They, it they did say they wanted to drag it out. Very convenient. All right. Well, I'll give them that. But but the main thing is is that my main question about the mechanics is is, is all right. They got so so. The, the 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 tethered girl switched with the real girl at the end yes. or at the very beginning. Yeah. But then why that. did that make the eleven year old real girl take on the characteristics of a tethered person? I think like, being because, stuck underground with them for like so 30 it's like Tarzan. Years she just like all of a sudden is like becomes one of them because it seems like you would be your first thing when you got back to the real world is why the fuck did you do that to me? You like like <laughs> is it that just she's been there for so long that she has I think that's the taken yeah. on like that she was a child and she was around all these monsters. Yeah, yeah, really I think a young girl effectively being socially isolated from everyone that she knew normally. All right, well like, the next question. So so, so 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 here's the thing. I can follow there that. There are one a million up. questions and I think to really enjoy this movie you, you don't have, ask any you, of them. You, you have well. to just like be like, you know what? I don't care about the science experiment. I, I, don't, I can't do that then. I, I struggle <laughs> with it too. And I think when I walked out of the theater, I was frustrated because I had a thousand questions about the logistics of the underground world and the science experiment and the tethering and all of that. And I think to really like it, you kind of just have to dismiss that. So she's a real girl then all of a sudden the 11 year old one and then the person the, the tether girl up above gets pregnant so then she yeah, that part miraculous of... immaculate conception style gets pregnant. Yeah, so I'm not she bothered by any of this shit. So the, the horror element I got from that was when she said the girl above found her prince but I didn't get a choice. So oh. now she had a a guy having sex with her. I wish. Well, we should have seen that scene then. Because no. like it's like I, all the logistics. I, I thought the imagery of her talking about you went through a C-section. I had to do it on my own. Oh. Right. Like, that was crazy. Yeah. I want to see that scene too. That, but that, that was. But I mean, I don't want to see it. Right. But it's just like like because I'm like trying. I'm like well. going through this in my mind. I'm like, wait. So what? Does someone have sex with you, or did you? Is somehow this cloning tethered thing work in such a supernatural way that that they've somehow biologically figured out that whatever is happening to you mirrors the yeah, body it, down no, there. No, no, no. It's, I think it's it's mimicked. So, like, the clone, the tether, the point is, like, you know, the boy is a good example of he's still tethered really strongly even when he comes up. That's how he's able to get the other boy to walk backwards into the fire. They just so, do yeah, the same part, shit. Well, so the, the, the online part I read about that was the point of... So the big, the big reveal, they're switched. So now the tether is now the tethery or however you want to do it. She's above ground. The other girl's underground. There's also the escalator, which is... Because it just clones. Which is basically more or less, but it's like... Um, clones without a soul. Yeah, because right. they Which is important. Split it, yeah. And it's supposed to be a science experiment that w- failed and was left alone, which is all real interesting stuff and gets me like, oh, I'm kind of interested. And then it's all... It, it's really in your face about the escalator. That yeah. Easy to fall down, hard to go up. It's like, that's... 
the social class system right there. Okay. And that literally goes down into a rabbit hole. Like, there's all these things mm-hmm. that are like, okay, gotcha. And then... Is, gotcha. is that the thing that was keeping all of them yes. down there? Was yeah, an they escalator? Up an escalator. That, yeah. But they're also, like, in I've tunnels up an and in, yeah. like... I think caves that, and shit. That, that that only served as a metaphor. It, I mean, like if you really, it's were, a good one. You can walk up the side of an escalator. You know, there's hey, a little fucking steel thing. I, I think there. you that's, have to. That's just when not... you say we're Americans. But they're also not conscious. <laughs> enough and you're to saying know you do no. That. I'm saying that it's talking about the American dream. If you try hard enough, uh, you can climb that escalator, and you'll get up there, and you'll be like everyone else. No, not the not the others. They they don't have those that's, choices. But that's what she. That's why she's their savior. That's what she oh, taught oh, yeah. them. There you go. And that's yeah. why they're following her. They're also. They don't know what they're doing. Well, then how did they get up the escalator? You know, how did they get, how did they break out of the Yeah, the, she, the she, she told them how to do that. I think she, she taught I them how to run up the escalators. Where did they get 10 million red jumpsuits? Okay. Yeah. Where did they get 5 million scissors? I have questions about that. Where did they get the fucking scissors? The Why the scissors? Uh, one of my, so how did these bunnies, these bunnies just keep repopulating so they only eat bunnies all You just can't think about the logistics. Where are all the people that started this None of mine are the same as yours. So, like, one of mine is the swap, the swap. The swap doesn't really do very much for the story. Yeah, it doesn't like the the two girls being swapped doesn't really change her character that much. All it actually does is like enable the tethered to have an uprising. Well, yeah, or it gives them a Jesus. It's, it's but man, otherwise, it's, it's like it's man it, in the iron mask. It implies that she's right. evil or some shit, but True. she's fully not the well, whole time. It's, it's sort of nature versus nurture in that sort of situation. Is that the, the switch made sense only because the people down there couldn't talk. Yeah, and she could talk, right? And so she's sort of their leader. She also had the broken larynx or whatever it was. But then she talks like them though. By the end of, by the time they get up, you know, she can barely talk because her throat was crushed as a child. And because I would think that she hasn't Remind spoken me, much. They, they actually show throat, that. When when yeah, it's in the trailer. She like strangled the other she's, little girl. Strangles her. Oh, gotcha. That's I, why okay, her, and, I forgot about that. Actually, she actually. That's why I thought she did such a great job from an acting perspective because she clearly was down in this tunnel where she didn't really talk and. When she first started talking, it sounded like she hasn't talked in a long time. And yeah. her voice is getting more and more hoarse the more she's talking. Okay, that's true. And it's cool. like, I thought that was like a nice little, once again, I don't. Performance is great. It, it, great performance and great attention to detail for those little things where I mm-hmm. went. But then again, there's the execution where if you're those people in the theater laughing at her performance because it's doing that because you don't know what the payoff is. Right. Because someone hasn't drawn you a picture and explained to you why this thing is that way, <laughs> then I can see people not getting any sort of enjoyment out of it. Um, yeah. And then also back to the scissors. Scissors, another metaphor. Uh, two sides that are identical that all they do is divide. Oh. Give me a metaphor. Where'd they fucking get wow. all those scissors, man? <laughs> where, where did all of those scissors I think come they, from? I, I and did, why? Like, I did why as much scissors? research as I could. <laughs> like, why I, is it scissors? Like, like the biggest question that I have is Because they divide and there's there yeah, metaphor, metaphor, both sides and they divide. A metaphor <laughs> no, is like, oh, that's cute. If she had had only her, I'd be like, that's cute. I get it. Why do they all have thousands of scissors and red jumpsuits? Like, it, Maybe there's... Symbolism. They, yeah, may, I don't know. That's what, no. I mean, like... you got to give me more than that. I don't think there's an answer, honestly. Yeah. So there is a better version of the story and it's an episode of the Venture Brothers <laughs> where a group of kids go to visit Venture Compound and then a bomb goes off and they end up getting stuck underground mm-hmm. and all they have is MTV2 and so they all dress up like people from The Prodigy or oh. uh, David Bowie so that makes sense, it serves a purpose um, in this movie if they had said like oh there's uh, there was a red suit and uh, scissor manufacturing <laughs> tunnel <laughs> And they right had next co- to the other tunnels. And they had collected these things. Like I said, I think it just comes it comes down to striking imagery and yeah. design. That's what some of it is. Uh, come Halloween, there's gonna be a lot of people dressed like that. Yeah. So 
I think that might be part of it. Universal wants to sell some. Another one that maybe you've yeah. got an answer to, Adam, is just really what was the fucking plan? So like, sure, you all get out and then you hold hands. Mm-hmm. If it's a peaceful protest, why did you murder everyone you were protesting? Oh, it was never peaceful. It's not peaceful. It was. I mean, they're using the scissors to symbolically and physically sever the tether of. So then, like, what's the plan of the holding hands? What's the point? I think you just that wanted was to kill everyone. To what end uh, hunger in America. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. I, what I was it? Was, hands across there. America was supposed to end world hunger and homelessness, and it failed miserably. Okay. So everyone paid ten dollars to stand in a line. My parents did it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And only like half of the money ended up going to homelessness because mm-hmm. of all the overhead costs of advertising it or whatever. Now, I so, so it's a scam. So is yeah. this big promise of hope for the future didn't work out at all. Homelessness is worse than it ever was. You know, none more of these kids motherfuckers are given money. Like, <laughs> there's, there's a point where they're, they're like, okay, so that someone has an action plan. It's like, all right, we're all gonna go up to, we're gonna stab some people in our red jumpsuits, and then we're all gonna hold hands. <laughs> and then what? Well, that's the part where I think he was actually trying to be thematic, or, uh-huh. or have a metaphor. So, th- this is me trying to project on it because I don't think this is in the film. But so you have all these dark aspects of your persona. Right, every human is good and every human is bad, and you have the ability to do great violence, especially or horrible things, especially when you get in larger groups of people who are also not, you know, thinking about things but acting more animalistic. So, I think what he was trying to say is something about how awful modern America has become, how violent we've become, and how terrible to each other we've become. Kind of in a mob group mentality. I don't know. It's, it's See, I, something that's not there there, but I, it, it definitely is trying to comment on modern society and how awful we are and how violent we are and how we don't care about homeless. We don't care about people being hungry. Mm-hmm. We don't care about the other. Mm. We care about us. Mm-hmm. I, I just wish that any of that that you just said was in the movie because I it's think not, I feel uh, like yeah. that they that 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 you're right that he was trying to make a comment on America, but like it's, if if it makes more sense if if the family was you know ha, was either rich people or something, and then they don't care about the poor people or something if, to get this stuff. But it's really just a regular family going on a regular vacation, and then there just is all this America imagery that really. Doesn't seem like it's affecting anyone's lives directly, other than just the, the than what you can indirectly take from. Oh, okay, yeah, they're this middle class family that well, you know. I think to, to your point earlier too, why they didn't kill the family right away, they and they provide another example, which is the Tim Heidecker family, where they're they're clearly the more rich. They're the upper middle class, if not. You have a 1%. generator. You yeah, have a nice they, boat. They have a nice boat, nice car, nice house, they're, and they put up no fight. They go down immediately mm-hmm. because they're so comfortable. Whereas the family because that we so spend most of the time with, they, and much like the main character, she fought for what she has. She literally fought the escalator that was pushing her down. Mm-hmm. She's the different one. She's the tether that got out that, I mean, not to do the get out reference, but anyway, so <laughs> she gets out. It, it is the American dream story told in a horror movie where she escapes, she's fighting for everything, and that's what her family puts up more of a fight because they fought for this life. And hmm. yeah, the, their vacation home isn't as nice and their car isn't as nice and they don't have as nice things as the upper rich, you know, the upper middle class family, but they're going to fight for it. So, just to be clear though, you're talking about the real family was able to fight off because they're fighters in life that they were, it, it's not, you're not saying that the tethered people were more pissed off at the rich people for, for what they had and like, like jealous of the I, rich people. I didn't get a feeling of anger or anything like that. It's more of they are 
they just knew that they would go down without a fight, so it's easier. Whereas these ones, it's almost like a weird mutual respect in a weird way, where it's like it's your twin, and you're like you're trying to. So like the glasses was a really interesting thing, where yeah. like the the father wanted to try the glasses on because he'd clearly been mimicking his whole hmm. life of like putting on oh, glasses. Yeah. He wanted to know what it felt like. So it's like this weird sort of thing of like wanting to get to know your other, but then also having this hatred for it. It's like hating a part of yourself. But well, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think once again, I'm trying to process it. <laughs> yeah. I think the reason that the, the main family wasn't murdered immediately was because of, uh, was it Adeline? What's her name? Adelaide. 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 Yeah, because she's She wanted to conscious. toy with her family. She has more going on up here than all the other monsters. Yeah. yeah. She's well, a h- hence person. the handcuffs too was yeah. a symbolic gesture of like, these are the things that lock me up downstairs. I want to lock you up. I want. She's been waiting for this moment for 20, 30 Forever. years. Yeah, so it's like she's the leader. She's taking it all in. And then also, yeah, I mean, like, it, it's sort of weird, too, to see that, like, she has this child who has a burnt face probably because not something he did, but because no, his tether was this doing. Kid did. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's playing with that toy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to point something it. out before I forget about it. Oh, sure. So right here, she's snapping off beat. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't pick this up. I read this somewhere. But she snaps on the one, two, and the three and a half. You're a musician. You might know okay. better than I. But anyway, it's just, it was a, a tell at the very beginning of the movie that yeah. she is a fraud. And she's one of the, the oh, others. That, that, and that, that's the thing. That's kind of why I want she to doesn't re-watch. feel like an inside agent to me, though. Like she, She's not, though. She seems to, she, like, she's just grown up in the real world and, and just, it's almost like she's forgotten everything think, that happened. She has PTSD from being tethered, not from, like, tricking. So then him giving her... Like at the very end of the movie, the son gives her this look like he knows, and then she gives him like a slightly evil smile. It was like, what? But she's not evil. I think that was a reference to the hit music video Thriller, mm. which they also referenced. <laughs> well, she There's is kind of, of she is kind of evil. She choked her her herself, and then yeah. you know. But then got out and like fully readjusted. It's like Does she was make rehabilitated. <laughs> well, I don't think she's evil. Once again, she's not an inside man. It was she's the one no. who got away, and then I think the, she was trying to protect that. I thought the line they fucked up with, which is in the beginning, um, if I remember this correctly, um, when they're having the living room meeting, the uh, Adelaide, the the uh, the red mother, we'll call her that, okay. red jumpsuit red. mother, she says something along the lines of like, we could have left together or something like that. Like, you mm-hmm. didn't have to yeah. leave me behind. Or she says something like, I need, it, apparently the wording was weird, but she says something along the lines of like, it, I think it like that served as a metaphor of people stepping over each other to get ahead in life. Yeah. Whereas it's like, well, no, we should all lift each other up. We should all hold hands across America. Instead, holding hands across America ended up doing more good than bad. Or sorry, more bad than good because it. I actually didn't know about that dance. It was, so it was just kidding me. It was just. I didn't. Fate. Oh, I wouldn't say yeah, I, I didn't, didn't know about it no, at all. More bad than good. So I was just like, what's the handholding plan? Yeah, it, it just a, had these this great promise of this bright, wonderful future where mm-hmm. where things like hunger and homelessness didn't exist. And in reality, we are in a way worse spot. That didn't work at all. Mm-hmm. And half, only half the money went to people that but, needed it. But yeah, uh, uh, the main character uh, Adelaide uh, was her her thing. Her thing was she escaped this, and she was all her PTSD, all this stuff. She's afraid of going back because she doesn't want to be found out. And that mm-hmm. was sort of shown in the they showed in the trailer. But the frisbee, mm-hmm. that's like a, a clear metaphor where it's like there's a bunch of blue dots, and one dot is covered with a red frisbee. So it's like it's sort of exposing the fake. Yeah, let's talk about that shit because it like like <laughs> yeah, none I, of that I, makes any fucking sense because because it, it's like all the coincidence stuff. Why? How? Yeah. Like all these things. Like are like, like like you, you think oh shit that's gonna be something, but it, 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 when Nothing they ground in reality about a fucking uh, lab experiment, 
What? No, like, I agree. Like, how? You Why? Can, you can say all of these things are pretty metaphors, but when it's also in a movie that's trying to be a sci-fi movie, I'm like, you have to commit. You can't do both of these things and have me be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, if it's going to be grounded in science, grounded in fucking science. D- d- it's d- like d- I get annoyed with Tomb Raider games because they're all scientific until suddenly a fucking ghost shows up. And you're like, what? <laughs> what? Where did you come from? Do coincidences happen once you get closer to the source of the tethering or something? Uh, that's the, like the best thing I can think of. Yeah. But other than I, that, no, I'm the same. I want explanations. I'm, I'm with you. And like, I think you can go one of two ways where you try to explain too much and you get like an alien covenant situation where you're like, I wish I knew less. Like, mm-hmm. I think they is, did try to explain too much. Well, but then I there's the opposite that. where you can do it well with like Hereditary where they explain way too much and it makes the movie better. Like it actually like explaining all the like just simple things of oh they're you know payment worshipping Satanists is like you go back and rewatch the movie and you go oh 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 cool everything is much cooler this reminded me of that but it just wasn't as as well executed it seemed it, it reminded me of that just, too but it, it's like it, it wasn't just not well executed it's it, I really just felt Jordan Peele Put it, throwing spaghetti against a wall, like and trying to uh, of metaphors and saying like, oh, someone's going to interpret this. I, I don't like someone saying like, like, like even the whole explanation of, oh, I, I know my reason, but I want other people to put their own meaning into it. Like, like that seems like half-assed to me. You know, like, like to me, like, like the ending of that Inception. Would be fun for him, honestly. The, the ending of Inception. Whenever like the whole the whole like top. Like mm-hmm. like all right, did that did it end or not? Like like you can interpret that in a bunch of different ways, but it like is our it's giving you it, it works. To yeah, it, it, on both sides, you can kind of make an uh, argument of whether it worked or not, and it's it it, it helps that it's ambiguous. This is, doesn't help that it's ambiguous. It just makes me everyone frustrated. I feel like well, yeah, especially because there is exposition. There are scenes of yeah. Adelaide just explaining something for five minutes straight. Right. Yeah. No, it, it's it was, like well, you gave me some explanations, and then other parts you gave like me it. none. <laughs> and like it, I feel like the rules are inconsistent. Yeah. Well, it reminded me of Lost, where you answered a question with a interesting answer, but now you have more questions. Yeah. And the more you try to explain, the less satisfied you're going to be. Yeah. That's yeah. that's my initial takeaway because I only say that because they they went at least countrywide with it, maybe worldwide. They you know they inter- they introduced this. Well, countrywide, right? Because they're Americans only. Technically, I mean, the movie's called Us U.S. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if it was like Usa, I don't know. <laughs> Usa. Like, um, no, it definitely. I, I would assume the apocalypse essentially happened in America at the end of that movie. That's sort of the idea. If this they, happened in every city, everyone rose up, killed everyone, and now they're holding hands across America. Which how, is just, how they communicated with all the other clones all around the other country. See, that's what I mean. Though. That's, that's the how Jesus they story people. got out. You know, they had their own Bible with Lupita yeah. there. You know, Maybe, like, I mean, yeah. she was effectively like a god figure, but. Yeah. I just don't know what the dance. Uh, what's the fucking plan. You're gonna hold hands. And then one guy like it, towards the end, you see someone's like filming on a camera phone. He walks away from the line just to stab them, and then goes back. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? What's the plan? I like it. They were easily that. That was sort of the creepy thing. I thought was all the the tethers were creepy, creepily people who were just like easily told what to do or whatever. They're easily controlled and yeah. That was that was That's the whole the point. Whole right? it, it, they were they. Drop that hint a little bit so my brain is on fire with all the information I'm trying to <laughs> dispel. But there's a part where the daughter says, you know, the government controls you with fluoride in the yeah. water, right? Yeah. Which is sort of like a hint to we're going down this rabbit hole of this is going to be a government-wide control thing where the government wants to control you. <laughs> but maybe also reinforces the thought tethers. that no one cares. Everyone in the car shut her down immediately. They're like, mm-hmm. we don't care about mm-hmm. your theories or whatever. I'm just saying you with a movie where it's pretty – Pretty much paying a lot of attention to detail, you don't say something like that with just shrugging oh, without it off. Is yeah, he trying exactly. to imply that the government 
created homeless people to control the masses? Well, that's what the plan was. I think the not, plan not that was what I the got, plan was. I got what you mean. But like, if it's a metaphor, uh, is he trying to say that the government created homeless people and gentrification? Maybe there's, there's there's always the the wild theories that New York City was just killing their homeless people in the subways late mm-hmm. at night. Yeah. So there's that, but the but like more of I think if you want to go down this whole sci-fi thing and like start to, this is I guess the fun thing maybe Jordan Peele wants is everyone to start. I think he let's speculate and have fun like absolutely oh, wanted. This. Why would the government create these things that are easily controlled? Because all oh, the government wants to control us. But it didn't work, so they just left them down there. How do they? I don't know. They find rabbits, but like, because you start asking these real questions, like, why don't you well, just kill them all? Yeah. How, <clears throat> where did, what's their water source? Also, they weren't that far under. And why did they just get abandoned by the people that put on this experiment? Yeah. Why like, wouldn't they kill them all? Th- this yeah. movie it'd be could have really used to have these guys around. It, it, this Maybe movie, this was the government's plan. The movie could have used the that convention like an ET, where there's just like the the CIA agent guy that's like kind of always like looking at you know in the background like like watching you know, and then and then at the end you get to meet that guy and he tells you a little bit about the thing because as it is I, like i want to know way more about <laughs> the origin of this fucking tether that's why thing. you're gonna see us too us <laughs> us yeah i'm, yeah. So, I'm something i could mention earlier is i really loved uh tim heidecker's too slow when he stuck his hand out and did that I thought uh, it was great i thought His it was a brilliant was movie right. moment yeah. honestly was, uh, speaking of dialogue details at the start of the movie to the daughter they talk about how she's like not interested in track and field and she should try to run harder mm-hmm. her tethered can run faster than her and even when I was watching, I was like, I assume this is the point that you're making is that we aren't appreciative of the things that we have. Yeah. Like she wasn't training to run more, but this tethered, that's all she fucking does. Mm-hmm. So she could run faster than her because she wasn't appreciative of her skills, I think mm-hmm. is the point there. I, well, I and at the beginning of the movie, they were, they were all, every one of the main characters in the main family were giving up on a dream of some sort or coming to the realization that they didn't want the dream that they had. Because mm. the, the one girl didn't want to run anymore. Um, what was the other one? The kid's magic trick was like getting over his magic trick. He was annoyed that it was broken. Mm-hmm. Um, was it the dad? He loves his boat. Yeah. He does uh, love that boat. Yeah. And the boat shit was funny. I don't, boat I, shit was funny. Like I said, it's... I, maybe that's some of it, but to your point, Ryan, I think maybe that is what they're just sort of doing in this movie. Like, we're just giving you enough so that you interpret it the way you want to. Ugh, and I roll. It, I think they yeah. gave too much for that. I do. I think like with a movie like this that they either should have given us very little information rather mm. than two separate scenes and just her talking and explaining exactly what happened, like five minutes of her just fucking talking each, or went hard on the sci-fi and cut out all the metaphor shit. Mm. It's like in my brain, that's the biggest issue that I have with the plot is that those two things are c- conflicted with each other. Like you can't have someone being like, here's the science behind this. We were all an experiment in the same movie that you're like, oh my God, the, the red frisbee landed on the blue dot perfectly. <laughs> like, pick a side. I, I don't know. I, I, appreciate he's, I appreciate he's trying. Real quick, sorry. Yeah. I, hey. I, I need to tell our uh, viewers a little bit about our other sponsor, Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. 
So Robinhood is giving listeners of Filmhouse a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at filmhouse.robinhood.com. And thanks, Robinhood, uh, for bringing us here this week to talk about us. It's clearly a movie we like talking about because I think it it doesn't answer enough questions. It really doesn't. but I think those are the fun movies to talk about. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. I, I had a blast talking about it. The last time I had this much fun talking about a movie uh, like this was Hereditary, where you go back and go, it, it's, it makes me happy when I see the lights go off and Ryan's eyes who goes, oh, that's what it meant. Because it, it's those are fun, cool little movie moments, I think. But I also kind of agree, while I still don't really have a true opinion on this movie, I don't think the ideas and themes were as executed as well as something like Get Out. Amen. That's what well, I, think I, I think it was maybe going for more, too. It does seem to be bigger. If, if, you're, trying just, to, if you're trying to take on a bigger social issue like poverty and the class system, you're going to have a hard time. Like, that that's a tough thing to tackle. Yeah. So, I don't know. If, if that's what he was even going for, who knows? Maybe he's <laughs> like, either. it's all about home loans, man. <laughs> yeah. How'd you, how'd you miss that? The scissors, Subprime mortgages. The scissors... Represent uh, the 2008 crash of uh, the economy. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'm not smart enough for these movies. <laughs> I think you are. I, th- I think it was doing exactly what you're hating about it and just kind of throwing a bunch of stuff up there, mm-hmm. saying this is thematic and these are very deep metaphors and making you work it out, which it, it's got to give you enough other information to put that stuff together, and this doesn't. Like, like, like Get Out... You know, it's just at the end of the day on paper, it's just, a, you know, these crazy rich white people, experiment people that are uh, uh, taking over black bodies. And then you can infer into it. Oh, that's about, you know, uh, the the uh, what do you call it? The obsession with, you know, with black bodies in our culture and mm. stuff like that, you know, by by, by white people and stuff. Yeah. Fetishizing and stuff like that. You know, you can get into it just by the plot, which, which this is the exact opposite, where it's mm. like they... They went way too hard on the on the what do we want people to look into this movie first, and then they go, okay, how can we wrap a plot around that? And then it didn't really make sense. It feels that way to me too. Like all the science clone bullshit came after the rest of the shit. So I, I have a legitimate question that's not about the stupid questions about the bunkers, but w- when they come above ground, do they get untethered? I don't know how because they get like, above ground. Underground, they're all repeating the actions that everyone else is doing. Another good question, Dan. But when they come above ground, the kid is the the, the monster kid is the so, only one that's affected. The, the theory I read online, uh, at least a good one that caught my eye, was that she, uh, she the untethery, the Abigail. Adelaide. Uh, Adelaide, sorry. I always forget that. Uh, always reminds me of uh, Over the Garden Wall. Sorry. Adelaide. <laughs> She um, she was basically teaching them how to untether themselves mentally. And so the older ones have an easier time doing it. The children have a harder time. So God. that's why the kid who's the youngest one, especially when you're close to your other or whatever, was clearly they had a stronger connection and they showed that in the closet. So it wasn't like there was actually some buildup to that where the kids were in the closet and they're doing the mm-hmm. exact same motion. And then he the kid figures out, okay, if I back up, he'll back up and he'll go into the fire. Because no one else really did that. That's right. that was the one I, the theory I sort of agree with. But then again, the 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 if, if that's what if that's what it was, maybe that you say that in the movie. But then at yeah, the same time, exactly, maybe I don't want people to just sit there and explain everything to me. Well, I, don't, I don't. Maybe I don't want to be Ellen. Page. It can be artfully done. You can you know you can show not tell. You know mm-hmm. like yeah, they right. actually showed the end of the movie there. Yeah, in whatever trailer this is where she strangles her. I mean that's not the end. 
It's near the end. I don't know. The movie I want to see is, or the, I wish we literally got the movie where it took place all in the tethered world and we saw them planning this uprising, you know? <laughs> like, I, that's way more interesting I to me even than, than having to guess the whole time about what's going on here. You'd be you so lost in the first half of that movie when people are just walking around and <laughs> No, but like, you'd, you'd probably you'd think it was like a post-apocalyptic movie and then if they came up, I actually feel like I would prefer that. <laughs> and just killed everyone? Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I all I know is the movie opens up with that line. There are hundreds of thousands of like miles oh, yeah. of, of like a underground tunnels in the United weird. States, and that's sort of the opening. Went okay, right? I'll, the thing is though, kind of telegraphs the end a little. But I've also yeah. heard that that there, like in downtown LA, there's old abandoned tunnels that used to be the old subway, and people are like. Yeah, people go spelunking down there and don't come back. I, I go, uh, I played shows down there before. Like, it's really fun. You walk like several miles down there and it looks, it's, you're freaked out, but you're like, oh no, d- trust me, there's cool shit back and there. Then and then I've heard other stuff too that like the original Seattle is like, they just built on top oh, of yeah. it. Like, and it burnt down. like the first Seattle just didn't work, so they just built on top of it. God. So like, it's like New New York from Futurama. Whoa. I'm saying these are stories I heard I actually never did any research into. Did you into. know Dolphins see that built movie. cities under the sea? I've heard about that, and Aquaman made it true. <laughs> um, but so like when he said that, I went, oh, okay. Mm. I've, I've heard that. So now my suspension of disbelief is there, or at least I'm like, I'm into it. I, I sort of get, I get that this could be realistic in some way that like, yeah, maybe a lot, like maybe someone told him that or he read the article like where it's like, did you know there's these tunnels where homeless people live and people just ignore them? What if they were our doppelgangers and they rose up one day to kill us all? They're like, hey, you got a horror movie there. Yeah, what Universal if, I paid guess. money for it. <laughs> so whatever. I don't know. Keep making more. That's all. I I definitely want him to keep making more. Also very excited about uh, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Yeah, you want him to keep us. making more us twos or, or I want him to keep making us's. horror movies. I, us's. And, yeah. and I encourage him to Weez. get weird. Like, I, sure, it frustrated me, but get weird, man. I, I, well, I, I, there might be a lot of backlash against this movie for being too weird. And I want to go back straight forward from him. I don't know. I, I will I will take 10 of these over any other uh, Slendermans or oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Alien or Halloween remakes or any Agreed. remake for that matter. He's it, trying it, something. Because at the very least, I'm watching it going, even if you know the twist or whatever, you still kind of don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, the way some people die and how quickly they died, I didn't see coming. I was like, cool. So at the very least, it was, and the trailers didn't spoil the whole movie for me. So mm-hmm. that's at least different. I'm just saying no original, there are like almost no original ideas anymore. Everything's just a rehash and everyone wants to go see them that's safe. And then, you know, someone jumps out and goes, boo, gotcha. Ha, <laughs> thanks for the $5, idiot. Um, and that was just for the popcorn. He, he really is in the best position of like anyone I know, like in Hollywood, because it's like he, his name is the brand, you know. After Basically, two movies, yeah. After two movies, it's and like I don't. No one cares show. what the movie's about. It's like all right, he made it. Debut. I'm gonna go see it. That's so awesome. I hope he doesn't have to make us two. I hope he gets yeah. to make fucking his next weird. I think movie. they'll make him. Well, he's. I think make him with, to Marvel. I think movie? with the name recognition now, he can just do whatever he yeah, wants. Yeah, I agree. I don't That's think he'll awesome. make us two. Yeah, That's so cool. Because he didn't have to make Get Out two or sorry, Get Out. Probably is going to have to make Get, get Out, out two at some point, don't you think? Maybe. No, no. I think I, Jason Bloom is not going to just let Get Out be a one movie. He's sitting there. Someone's Blum writing that right now, or Blum, whatever. I don't know Blumhouse, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, not they're Blum gonna House. they're gonna like uh, was it? the skulls and like the faculty and all those movies oh, where yeah. they have eight sequels but you didn't know it <laughs> right where they just basically make they remake the movie with uh, a lesser known cast straight to DVD uh, yeah Starship Troopers and 
Jar yeah, exactly. There's three. <laughs> wait. There's, oh yeah, there's three jarheads. Yeah. There's three starship troopers. There are three starship troopers. Yeah, I think they got Casper and Dean finally for the. <laughs> they came back for the third. Yeah, he finally oh. fell far enough from Grace that they can get back that. to the other. There's a lot of these like direct DVD stuff. So like, yeah, sure, they'll make Get Out too. It'll be the exact same plot with different actors that are, you know, less known. But I don't think Jordan Peele's gonna do that. I think he's just gonna keep writing new original stuff. Yeah, I agree. Or at least I you mean, you can always it, executive produce something. Just like he's doing with uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway. Black uh, Klansman. So, uh, ask me in a week if I like the movie or <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, I still don't know, and I saw it a week ago. so I don't so, like it. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I I'm, I'm in the middle. I, I, I Like we were just talking about, it's an original idea, and those are so rare, and I think that's amazing. The fact that it took 10 years for another movie with an original IP to make as much as Avatar made is incredible and a little sad. Yeah. Um, just about the current state of the industry. Well, we got but, Avatar. Well, Avatar is just Marvel. a beast that that no one can really match. It's, it's hard seventy-seven to, it's million hard to compared. Seventy-seven million is not that much. It's a lot of money for a for a movie. Well, I know it's a lot of money, but not, movie. not compared to movie. You know, these Marvel movies that come out and make a hundred and twenty million. I mean, for a, a lower days. a lower budget R-rated movie that's pretty damn good. Where it's com- a phenomenal com- compared to Fringley on Acid. I mean, especially uh, for a horror. <laughs> Especially for horror, R-rated yeah. horror. Yeah, that was, was crazy. The, that was the appeal of like Deadpool and Dawn of the Dead and those sorts of movies, where it's like it is a R-rated movie, so there's a there's a great barrier of entry there. So, so uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, the fact that you know Avatar is PG-13. It had it was Ferngully on Acid, which everyone in the world wants to budget. see. Yeah, yeah, this is and it's a movie literally made for no one and everybody. Right. No. <laughs> this has attitude. It's got style. It's something different. I feel like you can feel. Start learning Jordan Peele's style, the things he's going to inject in all of his movies. To be honest, it, it, like like I I like you said, the horror stuff is so good, it is. you know. And so it's it's weird that I don't like the movie. If I just if I re-edited this movie and just took out the two exposition scenes, I feel like I would like it more. Me too. So you just take out twenty minutes of the movie. All right, we got it. It could have been good, ambiguous. Good movie. Then it didn't necessarily need to explain itself. They could exactly. have just been free. They ruined it for me. It's kind of my yeah. point. No. I, I, I agree. That I last, <laughs> thank, last you, thank you for your condolences. Made it yeah. On behalf of the uh, production team, I apologize. <laughs> but anyway, I say go see it just because I think it's interesting and it's a movie you can think about. Um, although I will say the last, you know, tenth of the movie is rough, just because it introduces. It's all the mystery boxes. Man, it I, gives you I feel like it's also mystery boxes. only really scary for the first 30. Yeah. Okay. When the fa- when the there's a family in our driveway. Yeah, yeah, and then it just kind of stops. Which is a really great line, by the way. Yeah. 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 There's a family. Right. I don't know. So Ryan hated it. I'm in the middle, but I say go see it just I say I go see it. it. Oh. Little go see it even though you hated it. Go see it. Cuz it makes you think. Yeah. Well, and right. it's a good, you know, there's Adam? there's good stuff. Yeah, there. I, I going to go say, again. I think it's I might go see it because, uh, yeah, I Jess. go for work. And, yeah, I'm going to take Jess to see it. Yeah. Leanna? Well, I would think that most people who watch this have seen it, but if not, then see it. Sorry <laughs> we spoiled it all for you. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, why are we recommending something that we just spoiled all of? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a lot of people watch this show just to see what we have to say, and then they'll go watch a movie. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just cool. it's old people who left their Bless the naive on. souls. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Peace.